Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, it's going to be a good hour. Welcome to K-Rock on a Monday morning. Sorry about traffic if you're stuck in it, or else you don't know what the hell we're talking about. In which case, take the day off, because you heard on the radio that because of the 10, portions of the 10 being shut down, that you can just go ahead and work from home today or not work at all. (laughs) Choice is yours. Uh, This hour, what do we have for you? Good question. Well, if we play a Chili Pepper song... And it's the other side. Uh, if it's other side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, then you will get tickets to the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas Kia Forum on December 9th. If uh, we play that song, be sure to call us. Also, have for you at some point this morning, tickets for you to come hang with us at a Kings game. We'll go into the K-Rock suite where we feed and drink, all that good stuff. And then um, we'll get you into an L.A. premiere of a movie as well. That's coming up later today. A uh, movie that's premiering at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Ooh. Cool. We'll get you into that. That's coming up uh, this morning as well. You are on K-Rock. Uh, it's one of the uh, it's one of our good friends, Allie, the Bud Light Bros. We met them on our Vegas trip. They're big fans of the show. They both tattooed our logo on their different body parts. I believe Billy has the tattoo of our show on his boob. His brother has the tattoo of the show on his neck. Uh, good morning, Billy. What's going on, Clang? Nothing much. How about you guys? How was your weekend? Oh, uh, it was wonderful. The UFC fights were great. I drank over my 35 Bud Lights. It was awesome. Wait, wait, wait. One of the first times we talked to you was 30 Bud Lights. Have you graduated to 35 a day? Uh, yes. Actually, my tolerance has uh, been getting stronger, so yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> was that one day or that was over the weekend you had 35 Bud Lights? Uh, Saturday. Saturday I had over 35. Yesterday I had uh, like around uh, solid 18. Pussy, lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> do you drink Do you drink water at all in between beers, or do you consider the Bud Light to be the water? Uh, it's more like I would consider Bud Light to be the water since it is one of the main ingredients. So I'm like, eh, it's the same thing, pretty much. That's right. a genius. Yeah, smart. So someone yep. says drink more water, like the doctors say drink eight glasses of water a day. You equate that in your mind as that's eight Bud Lights a day? Exactly. So oh, just one more thing real quick. I want to say, client, thank you for uh, defending me for those so-called experts saying that it is what it is. It's not a good thing to say because I don't know what <laughs> Ali said about someone's emotions or something. It's like life yeah, is already yeah. hard enough. I agree. Ali reported on some news story, which I was not a fan of, that says it is what it is is a statement that people make when they don't know what to say. You're really, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest is what it is quote ever. Thank you very much. Yes, like, I don't know what's wrong with those guys, man. I think they're calling everybody just experts nowadays. They're sure. obviously not drinking enough Bud Lights. Exactly. Let me show you, Ali, how this works. It ain't what it is. See, look, in any situation, like you say, uh, oh, man, I've got a weird rash on my undercarriage, and I don't know what it is. It ain't what it is. See? 
Go ahead, try something, Allie. Try um, it. All right, I bet $500,000 on red, and I lost. It is what it is. See? Boom. It still feels terrible. It's great. It's, quote works every time. You're right, Billy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys, too. That's uh, OG right there. We got a uh, brand new hour of the show. We kick it off after Smashing Pumpkins here, K-Rock. K-Rock on Alley Show. You know, it's nice when you live in Southern California because you get to, we get to collectively, we get to mock tourists. Or we get to at least see people that you can clearly tell are tourists based on certain activities they're yeah. doing. They're like, how do I get here? And you're just like, you just take the 10 freeway. Go on. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's never closed. <laughs> just get on that and sit around. And, and people occasionally will, will do that question where they say, hey, are you from here? And you kind of don't really know how to answer that. You've you know, been here long enough. Because most, of the, most but, of the time people are like, well, no, but No, yes. but you know, I think if you've been here, I'd say over a decade, you're kind of, in some ways, you, you've been accepted. I, I would, would like say to, 10 years. 10 yeah, years, I feel like it's fair. Now, I did something, and I've done it before, and I think I talked to you guys about how impressed I was. It's definitely a tourist thing. Whenever you see a list that says, must do, if you, if you visit L.A., even if it's just for 24 hours, you got to do this thing. And usually I would think most of those things are super lame because if you've lived here for any any considerable amount of time, you would go, uh, I'm too good for that. I'm too good for that tourist stuff. Well, uh, going to see the Hollywood sign, I did as a like tourist living here, and I thought that was super fun. Right, but usually, wouldn't you assume if someone's... I love hiking. So, someone's, yeah, but that's right, exactly, because it's a hike more than anything. If someone were to say... Oh, you got to do this thing. Or someone said, like, hey, let's go to the Wax Museum on Hollywood and Highland. You'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not doing that. I live here. And it's so expensive comparatively to the amount of fun you're going to have there. I will say, though, and this is now the second time I've done it, which says a lot about my self-control and willpower. But yesterday when I was waiting to uh, get my wife at the airport, LAX, for the second time now, I went to the In-N-Out by the airport, which a lot of people would say. That's Why? a great In-N-Out. It, it's a great in, I, I do believe that any place, chain place, but especially in and out there are top-tier locations, mid-tier and low-tier. And even though quality is usually uniform with all, that one, they figured out a way, that drive through it moves, man. It moves, it, yeah. And it, it's also like you thinking, I think I have time to get something to eat before I get to the airport so I don't have to pay, you know, t three times the price. I also have a theory about that one particularly. I think that for a lot of people... I think that uh, some of the magic of the In-N-Out is the people that spread the word, you know, to lands far and wide. And I think that they know that a lot of the people, high percentage of the people that are at that In-N-Out are... It's their first In-N-Out. It's their first In-N-Out yeah, and I potentially their only In-N-Out before they get back on the plane and then go to wherever they're going. Mm -hmm. And I think that they need to make sure that one is so spot on perfect that the word gets spread. So when someone goes like to Toronto afterwards, they're like, I had this hamburger. It was everything I thought it would yeah, be and more. They, they want the taste to linger. Yeah. Throughout the entire flight. But for, for, for the second time ever, uh, I did that thing, and I remember reading it, you know, in like one of those like articles, like, gotta do this if you go to LA. And I, for 10 years, 15 years, never did it because I'm like, why would I do that? I could go to 47 different in and outs that are between closer to where I live than this one. And why am I gonna deal with all of the people by the airport? Who wants to go anywhere near an airport we don't have to travel? No one, right? No, why? So, but I did the thing where I got that in and out, I park and I watch those planes land. And I'm telling you right now, you watch just general planes land? General planes. General. So it wasn't like for Veterans Day? No, no. It was like commercial planes, oh. Allie. Like commercial airlines. Like <laughs> I thought it was land. like for uh, the holiday weekend. No, no. Because there were a lot of like, you know, war planes and special planes Not flying these. all over the place. These were Southwest flights. <laughs> <laughs> you went to go watch yeah. just commercial flights land? Yeah, it's awesome. 
I'm telling you right now, you laugh about no, but it. Ali, uh, Ali uh, you're directly underneath, like when they're almost landing. I mean, the planes are super close to you, right? Oh Clint? wow! It's yeah, Omar. They they. <laughs> it looks cool. Uh, you, see, once again, uh, spoken by someone who's never done it. I yep. also would have mocked me had I not done it. You are you are so close that n- not only do you definitely have. He- permanent hearing damage, but you also get almost a little bit high from the fumes of the jet engine as they're landing, and you're sitting there uh, throwing down a double-double with animal-style fries. I think it's perfect. Was this something that you were doing as being the fun divorce dad? That's right. With your kids? That's what I was doing. <laughs> well, I said, I said, let's have some in and out and jet fuel. We were uh, wait. I was killing time. You know, I, my wife's plane was landing. The thing was delayed. So I'm like, what? It's a great activity to do right by LAX. You sit in that parking yeah, lot. They're gonna be there anyway. But to yeah. do that as a destination, as a I, tourist thing, I not, st- I still think if you're, you would if, tell a tourist to go do that. Yes, I would. And I would stand by it. And I would say, even if you're flying out of Burbank, you should go all the way to LAX to experience that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you. See, because I've experienced that at Burbank, because where I park, you the, the route that I walk is, you know, you get like five oh, or six planes that are doing that as you're walking in. That's all you need. The it's sentence just a, Sally just said is such a sad sentence, because she's so El Cheapo that she just said, <laughs> from where I park to where that's the path I walk, Ali yeah. must park so it's far away. It's a 10-minute walk. It's a 10-minute <laughs> walk, and it's 15 bucks a day. Yeah, you can get a free shot but then you get forced to tip. So I was like, that's all right. I'll just walk no, it's it. Not, it saves time to walk versus the shuttle. Yeah, well, And there is no shuttle there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, that's so sad. That is such a... Shut well, up, Southwest Parking! How, how, how much are you saving a day to park at, uh, at Burbank I'm and saving at least $7 a day. All right, whatever. I remember when I went there with my mom and, she, and I was like, and then we get out and walk and she was like looking at me like, you're... You're joking, right? So what a life. And <laughs> well, listen, I, there's not a lot of touristy but, things I would I would condone doing, but this one, if you haven't done it yet, that in and out by LAX, man. Yeah. You watch those planes. It feels like every plane's about to land on top of your head. Take you, that Griffith Observatory. Yeah, all that all that loser <laughs> stuff, like uh, you know, go Disneyland. right. Disneyland. Forget it. You don't Magic need Mountain. I mean, it's nice. I'm sure the kids. It's all about will, contrails, baby. Let the kids think you're bringing them to Disney, and then you start. Listen, you, you, sn- you, you inhale enough uh, Southwest engine fuel, you feel like you're at Disneyland. Let me say that. All right? <laughs> it's K Rock on Alley Show. Hey, it's the best time of the year if you love sitting around with your relatives, making small talk. God knows what gets discussed at your Thanksgiving table. Can't believe it's uh, happening next week, and so as a result, it's time for us to bring back Alley. It's time to find America's weirdest relative. Everybody claims I've got the weirdest relative in America, and I will explain why. It's that weird single uncle. It's that wacky aunt that's got 11 cats. A lot of times it's a cousin, a weird cousin. You have no idea. I was going to say that. I'm actually surprised, even though we've had back-to-back uncle winners, that we haven't yet had a cousin winner because I do feel like in my family... I told you I had that cousin that was addicted to self pleasure, and he had to have oh, that. Yeah. He had to have that like um, dish that dogs wear around their neck, like put on his genitals or something. What so, a cone? Yeah, he'd have a cone put on his genitals. No. Oh, it wasn't a cone. Yeah, yeah, it, it actually was. It was some sort How of. How do a- you put your pants on? I don't know, Allie. It was a device. <laughs> it was a device that worked like, like the cone. Like a chastity belt? Kind of, yeah. He had to do it because he couldn't stop uh, that. I have another. Are you like the breadwinner of your family? I am the most normal one. <laughs> and I work that in is radio. Sad. I, it really is. He just has two B holes. He's totally normal. <laughs> yeah, I have two B holes and work in radio. <laughs> and, and, you're I'm the, the most normal and I'm the normal. <laughs> and another cousin, this guy, uh, m- very fat. I mean, 500 pounds plus. Mm hmm. And he was married to a woman who left him for another woman 
who wore TSA at the airport. I mean, oh. and they lived in Vegas. That's a whole nother thing. I mean, I'm Gee. telling you, I got all sorts of weirdness in my family tree. And I can imagine that most families agree that if you think about it, uh, maybe it's not you, maybe it's not your brother or sister, but it's probably a cousin, an uncle. I mean, you, go, you don't have to go too many branches in the family tree to find the weird no, one. No, I mean, I had the second step cousin that I slept with, but that wasn't that weird. That's but she weird. got really weird afterwards because she got super clingy and then she kept calling me off the hook, off the hook. And then she was like pretending that she had some kind of an illness because she wanted to get my sympathy. I mean, it was kind of weird. So we give you the open phones now, 800-520-1067. You can nominate anyone in your family for any reason whatsoever. It doesn't have to be weird all the time. And In fact, last year we were talking about one of the finalists. It was just the uncle that went around braiding all the hair of people at the Thanksgiving table. No one asked. There was another Do- uncle, I think, that like lived on the water. Oh right, yes. He lived it. He lived in a boat, but it was a. Re- it was not a boat you could live in. He just like lived in a like a like rowboat. on a canoe. Yeah, yeah, canoe. And he just uh, lived on the water. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so uh, if you think you've got a relative in your family that's up for it, uh, I imagine in the past we've always given the winner. Usually they get some tickets to the acoustic Christmas show. I don't know what the grand prize will be just yet. We're still putting it together, but we will accept the first round of open nominees at eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven to call or to text. America's weirdest relative. Before we get to Thanksgiving, we will take your calls after Foo Fighters. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the greatest time of the year. It's time to fight America's weirdest relative. It's K-Rock, Clyde Alicia. As you know, the holidays are here. It's holiday season. Next week, family members will gather around the table for Thanksgiving. And uh, usually, you have at least one relative that you're like, oh, man, are they coming? Are they not coming? They're always doing some weird thing. They've been in the mountains for a few years. No one's heard from them. But then they just show up, made a girlfriend or fiance at a pine cone. You're like, yep, that's my weird relative. Just as some of the, Ali, if you remember, I mean, just we'll get to these calls in a moment. Can't wait to find out a new crop of weird relative nominees this year. This was uh, some stuff that we had heard previously. Well, I just wanted to tell you about my uncle. Okay. <laughs> I like it how everyone says that with trepidation. <laughs> so my uncle loves attention from nurses. So he is in the ER at least once a week. Remember that uh, that was a person that uh, Uncle loved nurses so much that he would put himself in the ER every right. week just so he could have conversations with with and nurses. They're like, "Oh, Terry, you again?" Right. It was just, and that was the whole thing. And that person did not make it into the finals, but I mean, and that's an investment in being a creep. Oh my God! Yes, it is. Right? I have the weirdest uncle in America. Everybody thinks that a lot of times uncles get the glory when it comes to weird, uh, you know, weird relatives for Thanksgiving. But we wanted to make sure that everyone had a chance to nominate their weird relative because it could be a cousin, could be an aunt, 
could be a sibling, believe it or not. Uh, sometimes even people are asking if step-siblings or, or through marriage are, are accepted. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They are. This was a, a previous one as well. Several years ago, we were at a nice restaurant for someone's anniversary or something, and my little brother got a sliver in his finger, and my uncle pulled this big thing out of his back pocket at the kit with like a magnifying glass and a tweezers <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff in it. And my aunt goes, why do you have that in your pocket? And I said, well, a couple weeks ago I had a tick on my scrotum and I bought it so I could use the magnifying glass to look at it. <laughs> not not to remove it or anything, just, just to look at it. And he kept, he kept the kid on him. That's a very uncle move right there, walking around with a little uh, set of tweezers. And to know, he... you know what, I'm never going to leave home without this. Uh, let's say hi to Samantha, the first official open nominee for a new year. Weirdest relative in America. Searches on. Great grand prize. We'll announce later this week. But let's go ahead and accept some first nominees now. What's up, Samantha? Hi, good morning. Good morning. I wanted to tell you guys about my weird uncle, too. <laughs> All right. Everyone claims theirs is the weirdest. I know this is going to be uncle heavy, but go ahead. Why is your uncle the weirdest relative in America? So he's actually my grandma's brother from my mom's side. He's an older guy. And when he was younger, he used to work in construction. He has diabetes. He ended up getting gangrene from stepping on a rusty nail, but he couldn't feel it in his foot because of diabetes. So it got infected. They had to amputate a few of his toes. So his, like balance isn't really that great <laughs> and then he had a stroke a few years later oh. and he lost function of his arm on the same side he's an asshole it's okay um, okay but he's like a he's a fun asshole but he's just weird um so since he got older and he lost like function on this one side of his body he still like tried to prove to everybody that he was like the most macho man in the family <laughs> so he tries to wrestle all of us whenever he comes over <laughs> <laughs> and do you let him do you let him win? <laughs> or honestly he is pretty strong for having one arm and one leg. I do try to like give him a run for his money, Wait a minute. but why does he want to wrestle everybody? Hold on. Your uncle half his body does not work. Is Which that by the way, yeah. the whole I stepped on a rusty nail in a Great. construction site and got gangrene, gangrene, like that's such an uncle right. story, and then you have to sit and listen yeah. and be so like, okay. he tells it every year, right? You've but I couldn't feel it because of the diabetes. So he comes in <laughs> every year Thanksgiving and tries to wrestle the family, even though he's the whole family. And <laughs> even the grandma. He, and and uh, my, my uncles and everybody. Right. Uh, and it, how did, and he wins? And people like did people actually try against him or they do you feel like you let him win cuz he's has I mean, not working? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like 50-50. You got to give him a run for his money so he doesn't feel like you're letting him win. But what we a usually strange... got to let him win. So that's a tradition every year. It's time for uh, our uncle with one working arm and one working leg. Hold on. And it's what like, a... is it going to be you this year that he asks? You? Right. And he's got... Hey, is it the leg that he has the, uh, the the only a couple of toes left on the foot, is that the one that is working or not working? Oh, hold on one second. That's our next nominee. Uh, Samantha, say which, it again. Samantha, say that again. Which which leg is it? Sorry. So the one on his left leg, that's the one where he's missing a couple toes. It's not that like strong at balancing, so he puts most of his weight on his right side. Oh, so like it. his right side of his body's stacked. All yeah, right. but but also, where where are these wrestling matches taking place? Is this like in the living room, or do you take it to the backyard? Yeah, living room. <laughs> usually the living room. Is that before Thanksgiving dinner or yeah. after? When does that happen usually in the evening? Oh, yeah. Before we eat, because if not, everybody's just too full and too lazy. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you got to do something before dinner. All right, it's like, wow. oh, everyone's just waiting, making the, small talk. Oh, that's the first nominee out of the gate. I mean, what a We're starting with, starting do you want to wrestle? Only half my body works. Uh, let's say hi to Austin. Austin, you believe you have the weirdest relative in all of America. Tell us about this person. 
Sweet Tibbets, by the way. Sweet Tibbets. So this is actually my ex-mother-in-law. So my ex-sister-in-law got uh, with this guy, but she's more of a lesbian. So she wanted to be with her best friend, but she didn't want to break up with this guy so that uh, her mom actually ended up getting married to this guy so she could go be a lesbian with her best friend. Let me get this straight. Hold on. I got to do the math here. Okay, so she's a lesbian. She's married to this guy and wants to be with a girl? No, so she was just in a relationship with this guy. Okay. He was a really nice guy, and he, she didn't want to hurt his heart. So, so she just, like, she subbed out her mom? Her. She passed her boyfriend off to her mother. Yeah, and they all live together as one big They family. all live together. That is cool. But do they wrestle? <laughs> they should. <laughs> Gabrielle, uh, Gabrielle, welcome to Search for America's Weirdest Relative. It's the 2023 edition. What do you got for us? Hi, good morning. Uh, yeah, my Hi, uncle, Gabrielle. My uncle. <laughs> Hi, Gabrielle. Thanks for joining us. I assume it's Gabriel. Uh, go ahead, Gabe. Hi, good morning. I um, yeah, my uncle. Uh, he uh, he likes to eat with his hands, and um, he, he is forced to use forks every now and then. But he still uses his left hand to like scoop the <laughs> like the peas and the rice into it. Like it, he just. <laughs> He just looks like a little marsupial, like a little monkey, you know? Like, he's eating his stuff. He crouch. He's, like, in like, uh, like hooched over the, the plate, eating like a little goblin. Right, and right, but the like, serving, you're saying, if he's if the serving uh, bowl is passed in his general direction, Thanksgiving, he will not use utensil. He will he will scoop mashed potatoes out of the serving with his bare hand. It, he, he has. Um, he's gotten better now. We've told him, like, hey, you know, like, use the, the scooper. But, like, in the past, like, mashed potatoes, he'll grab a handful. And what is his reason? Do you ask him and he just says, I don't believe in silverware? No, 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 no. He just says, cannot oh, curse. There we, we go. We cannot curse on the radio. I appreciate it. But uh, swearing, I will take all nominees we get. But if they're swearing nominees, we cannot let them through. You can say the F word. Just don't say the F word. I don't really believe in these fake anniversaries, but I guess they're celebrating 20 years since American Idiot, 30 years since Dookie, that band Green Day right there on K-Rock, and they're going to be uh, taking it to the road with a tour. Eyeball. Oh, it's time for some ADD news. <laughs> Is the FCC okay with me saying <laughs> Anniversary and I got cut off by Ali's news. Blah, 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 Dookie, was, blah, blah, blah. I was given news, and I got cut off by yeah. more important news. Uh, no, they're, uh, you know, they're, they just uh, put the tickets on sale for that SoFi show, but, you know, the Smashing Pumpkins, Green Day Rancid, it's going to be a cool cool show, I'm sure, and it's just wild to think all the anniversaries hitting at the same time where uh, you got, like, 30 years Dookie seems crazy. 20 years American Idiot almost seems crazier, yeah. to be completely honest. And you're but. saying that as a man who may not have any more anniversaries I coming know. up. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> all right, you'd think that the 10 freeway shutdown was the biggest local news story of the day, but... A Chuck E. Cheese is stealing its thunder because it is now going to be a relic forever stamped in Chuck E. Cheese history. Chuck E. Cheese has announced that they will be removing their animatronic band, Munch's Make Believe Band, from all locations except for one. And that one is right here in Los Angeles. It is in Northridge, and they said they'll be taking up a permanent residency at this location, giving it a huge draw nationwide. And I think... This place has the potential to be last blockbuster status where people, where people will want to visit when they're here in town. And I even venture to say, in a year's time, Munch's Make Believe Band will sell out the forum. 
Yeah, I actually, you it's know, there's... in Northridge though. I didn't know that. I thought it was gonna be somewhere cool. <laughs> there not... actually is one really close to me, and I was like, please beat Thousand Oaks, please beat yeah. Thousand Oaks. Johnny uh, claims it's kind of a drive. Uh, Postmaster Johnny, you had your first birthday party ever at this location. Is that correct? This is the where you had your uh, first birthday. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, so you yeah, love this awesome. location, Johnny. Uh, as you know, is the young the youngin on the show, but he claims mm-hmm. that this is the. The best Chuck E. Cheese, not just because he had his first birthday party there, but... Just a few years ago. Uh, you want to go back and maybe we could do a, a whole night there with some K-Rock people, take it over for a live live music with the animatronic band? I'm down, but the animatronics are scary now, though. That's yeah. their part of their charm, is yeah, they're weird. Totally. Like, you, like, yeah. They might give you tetanus. You don't know and what's going to happen. they move all weird. Their eyes are all off. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, and there's they like a fire blink. risk. They don't blink at all. I know there's been a lot of talk as to which band could possibly <laughs> replace U2 at the Sphere in Vegas, but I think we've got oh, the answer. Munch is make-believe yeah. band, baby. Especially I, if they take all of these uh, animatronics from all the other locations, and you could create some sort of an animatronic like super, super group, group? Yeah. and they could take over, do like a, a couple of weekends at the Sphere in Vegas. Man. You know, I think bands all are all about guest appearances now. If Munch's make-believe band were to make guest appearances at like Foo Fighter shows, almost acoustic, any of that stuff, yeah, I mean, or, it would totally make headlines. Or is or, there a reason? Yes, yeah, uh, they're taking it away. Like, I think uh, all the things need, Johnny like, mentioned. <laughs> oh, really? About them being scary and no one liking right. them. Huh. I, I think also they're really expensive to maintain, and I don't think they it, are. I think so. Yeah, I, because the really? pe- the pieces are they all look old. all not maintained. Just use some WD forty. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. How all, much maintenance can it be? All I know <laughs> is the animatronic band is it's always it's like that um, the. McFlurry machine at McDonald's. There's always there's always a problem with it. One of them's right. always broken, right? So like, yeah. there's always one. But like in most bands, that's how it is. Even with human bands, there's always well, one. There's guy. always a problem member. <laughs> there's, always, <laughs> there's always someone who's in quote detox. You yeah. know, it's yeah. normal. It happens. All right. A wise man once said, "Medium ass, medium ass. Sorry, Jack. It's the new first class." And That's that what person, I said. That person was you. That was my song about medium asses. <laughs> what a great song. Yeah. If you want to hear it, uh, here it is. Medium ass, medium ass. Sorry, Jack, it's the new first class. First class. Now, the reason I bring this up is because, Klein, I don't think you realize at the time what a trailblazer you really were. Oh, I realize, because everything I say eventually turns out to be accurate. We've proven that time and time again on this show. Mid-sized fashion is taking over TikTok. Hell yeah. And influencers are all about uh, all about celebrating their mid-sized bodies. Medium. And are offering fashion advice, body positivity, and community for body types that are often completely uh, completely neglected yes. by the fashion industry yeah. and beyond. Uh, we're just a couple of mediums. Average. That's what it's all about. We're well, in the that, middle. Average. It's like, what is, they always say that the average woman is a size 6 or a size 8, and it's like very difficult to even find those sizes in most stores because everyone's like, uh, yeah, medium is like a size 4. You know, and the, the, even the idea of medium needs to change. Well, it, it needs to be a true listen, medium. Medium, you would think, if average is average, then that would you would it would imply that that is the most amount of people right there yes. in the average. That should be the most. But it does feel like everything is that we live in this world of extreme. So either it's like oh, it's all this double zero stuff, or this yeah. you know triple extra large. And I was just doing a song because we we learned in the world of music, every song is about either big fat asses, big asses. Or, or itty, being skinny. itty bitty little. And I said, what about a regular people that have a medium ass? Where's their song? They didn't have one. I gave them a song. So now you should go to TikTok and create a video for this 
song, and I bet it'll go yep. viral. Not going to do it. For the medium <laughs> I should. Oh, come on. Commit to your song, you dude. You got to do it. We're still waiting on a lot of the songs, videos we're going to make. We got like a whole backlog of videos. There it is. Yeah, we well, talk about so much stuff. So many things. It's because we have a very high budget vision, and then yeah. we don't really yeah. have the. It really, seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work and a lot of money that we don't have, yeah. and we need a lot of things. All right, United Airlines has been the first to say it. This year, they expect it to be the busiest holiday travel year ever. And, of course, when flights are delayed, people start doing weird stuff. And there was one flight that had a delay that is going viral because of what the people on the plane did while the flight was delayed. Uh, Apparently, the flight had a bunch of Irish people on it. And when it was delayed for a certain amount of time, this started happening. I've never been more happy to be stuck in a plane. This would make you feel better or make you just want to jump out of the plane. It was genuinely like something out of a movie, just watching them pull all these instruments out. And they just kept coming. There was so many. But it's definitely one of those Peter. moments where you just feel so proud to be Irish. I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what he's saying. Wait, they all took out instruments? They had all had instruments on the ready? You didn't one word of that. I got no, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, was that English? I really don't know. He said they all took out instruments and started playing on the flight? He said there were so many instruments and that he's never been more proud to be Irish. Oh, man. Was that- were they drinking Guinness at the same time or just playing music. I think they just have this stuff with them at all times. Okay. It also though gives me like Titanic vibes. Yeah. You know, or it's like everyone just play together and I'm like, no guys I think that's bad luck in these scenarios. (laughs) Wow. Well, we kick off a brand new hour of the show next with your tickets to the sold out acoustic Christmas. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.